Today we have with us Renelle Washington, Partnership Development Advisor of American Family. I've known Renelle for some time, and it has truly been inspiring to watch how you've been able to impact community um, and also do so from your own organization, Social X, but also on the corporate side as well. So I cannot wait for you to share with our listeners about all of the good work that you do within community. But before we dive in, I'd love to start with a quick quirky question to help our oh. listeners learn a bit more about you. Awesome. You ready? Let's go. Okay. Why do people call you the mayor of Milwaukee? Oh <laughs> okay, so um, that's a very interesting question and gr- great way to start this conversation. <laughs> um, I guess the biggest thing and the reason why that people do that is just because... Um, being out and about, being in community, knowing at least somebody in the room, usually most times at least one person, and just being a man about the town, okay. meaning networking and being present at all the different stuff that is happening in Milwaukee. I think that's important. If I'm going to be an ambassador for the city, I got to know what's going on. I need to know the people. And Milwaukee has some really amazing, amazingly talented people that are doing great work. So, um Obviously, the mayor's job is to run the city and be out and about and shake hands and kiss babies. And, you know, <laughs> I do that all without the official title. So, so I'm just going to I'm just going to ask for everybody else. Would you ever consider? No. Being, why? <laughs> like that, like that meme says, the meme that been floating around uh, absolutely goes in front of that. <laughs> absolutely not. I would not. <laughs> unless, I, unless God says, you know, Rennell, this is your next thing okay um i am not interested in politics well from what i could see i think you'd be an excellent mayor i appreciate that um you do incredible work in the community so where do you want to start you want to start on the corporate side or community i'm gonna let you do whatever you want okay show show so let's let's it certainly is (laughs) let's (laughs) let's start with uh the corporate side of things okay let's do it so tell everybody what do you do at american family Yeah. Um, So my official title is Partnership Development Advisor, which means I help build relationships and develop our strategy and how we partner within uh, our uh, community efforts. Mm -hmm. But then also um, our work is now expanding into several areas outside of Milwaukee. So a lot of it is just helping um, spend dollars in our budget, um, bring in our partners internally and then outward facing take meetings talk to people figure out how can we make things work so what does that look like in practice you've been doing a lot of cool things some of which i've been a part of yeah so when we first started um it'll be three years we've been uh, doing this milwaukee initiative as some folks call it internally but um the biggest thing is understanding like how do we show up in Milwaukee you know what does community engagement look like when we first started um, we were actually in what's called inclusive excellence which is okay. American family insurance's DNI effort okay. um, so that's always a focus of our work is uh, DNI equity those types of things but then now we're in what's called the office of community and social impact mm-hmm. which is where we're um, uplifting community creating new opportunities to uh, make impact in Milwaukee and now beyond so oh, I've had the privilege of working with American Family for some time now. I think starting in 2018, which might have been before you joined, mm-hmm. and really it was with American Family Institute yep. um, through John McIntyre at the time. 
Um, but since then, it's been just an incredible journey working mm-hmm. with American Family. And I, I stand on this. I believe American Family is doing DEI right. Why do you think that is? One, the people. Um, I, I think I have to tip my hat because I've been a customer for a long time. And I did not know a lot of the stuff that they're doing now even existed. And I was a customer. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the great opportunities about our team is that, um, one, we have some great people that work in American Family Insurance. And obviously, everybody knows your people drive your city. They drive your company. They drive how you sell products and services. So uh, definitely shout out to our leaders at AmFam for re- realizing and having a vision to hire some great people. Um, Liana, who leads our team, was the first hire to get everything started in Milwaukee. And then, of course, she brought on myself, Joanne, Maritza, uh, Camille. And um, now we had a couple great interns joining the fold, Andrea and Jayla. And um, that makes all the difference. All of us are passionate about making impact. All of us are extremely passionate about making sure that we use a lens of equity in everything that we do. And um just like you, we ain't afraid to shake a couple tables if need be. So, which I love. <laughs> um, you know, it's 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 about the community. It's about the people, and we definitely make sure that when we have conversations about strategy and uh, taking on new areas of support, we have uh, really robust conversation dialogue, um, and we bounce ideas off each other. So, we got a really great group of people. Yes, I think that um, team is extremely important, especially when you're working towards something like equity, mm-hmm. creating more equitable opportunities. What does equity mean to you? To me, equity means that everybody has the opportunity to achieve whatever that dream is, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, you guys it's talk about scraps. dream all the time. It's not, I know I said that <laughs> word, not knowing that I was, you know, a pun was coming from it, but it's true. You know, everybody is talented. Everybody can serve a purpose. Everybody has a passion and right now, more than ever, um, people want to pursue and have ownership in whatever it is they want to do. They want to control their destiny and they want the freedom to do that. And of course, in our communities, we've been doing um, a lot with a little for far too long. And, you know, it's about uh, returning resources back to community and deploying those resources in a very unique way. And I think we've been successful in doing that the last couple of years. Yes. Yes. And I, I mentioned earlier, I said uh, AmFam is, is doing it right. AmFam gets it. Hashtag AmFam gets it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think um, one of the things that you guys are doing really well is equity. Uh, I've worked with a lot of different corporations so far since um, starting the Milky Way Tech Hub Initiative and um, in conversations with different uh, executives or um, corporate leaders. When I ask them what equity means, I mean, they don't know. Yeah. They don't know. And so um, how, how are you going to effectively put it into practice if you don't even know what it means or, or what it should look like in your own company? Great. Um, so when working with Ampham, an example, um, Joanne gives me a call April 2020. It's like, hey, we got, got some funds. We got we to gotta, um, deal with this issue that we're seeing with um, the, the digital divide is what I call it, right? So it was when all the students were transitioning to e-learning. And so we came up with this um, this name, Steam and Dream. And um, I'm thinking, okay, this is great. You know, this is another partnership opportunity with American Family. But little did I know that AmFam was willing 
to allow for the community partners to take ownership of that, which is so powerful um, and uh, so different from how I've worked with other organizations who either write a check to sponsor something, right, um, or um, want to own something and, you know, maybe just use a service, right, from mm-hmm. Milky Way Tech Hub, but actually um, encouraging and creating space for ownership within um, uh, a, a project, I think, is just incredible. And that's to me, that's what equity looks like, is, is um, ownership mm-hmm. in, in, the, in the tech industry. So I'm tremendously grateful um, to American Family, and I just had to make yeah. sure that we spent enough Shout time Shout out to that. that. <laughs> you know, the, the great thing about that is um, working with Joanne, she'll, she'll motivate anybody to be their best version of themselves, even more than they even could see. And she, I say often when I hear her speak, um, she always modest about it. She'd be like, Renelle, can you write this? I'm like, now you know, you write and speak way better than I do, Mm -hmm. but she always empowered me to want to write that and Mm -hmm. do that. But she has so many great quotes. Yes. And we call them Joanne-isms. I love it. (laughs) And one of her uh, Joanne-isms was co-creation. And she Ah. says that all the time. And that's exactly what you just described is, you know, when we were talking about how do we allow um, Steam and Dream to get off the ground and Urban Future Centers and stuff like that. She said, how can we co-create? And I was like, oh, you, you just say that all the time. And so she's all about the co-creation oh, man. and coming to the table and letting people who are doing the work have input and allowing that to happen. So we talked about what it looks like to do it right. Mm-hmm. It might be helpful to listeners to, to learn what it looks like to, to mess up which mm-hmm. happens more often than not. Mm-hmm. So what I've observed is uh, when corporations come to me and want my stamp of approval at the end. Yeah. Right. Yep. So let, let me come up with something, you know, that is not really brand new because there's already a black or brown person that's doing it mm-hmm. um, in a grassroots way. And, and then I'm going to um, bring in a black or brown person. Let's bring in a deal. Mm-hmm. To put a stamp of approval, I hate that. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's hap- that happens to me often. Recently, actually, yeah. uh, within the last month, where I'm brought in and then my name gets put tagged to a program or says she was on the advising committee or whatever it is, and I had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's not that's not equity. That's that's just bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's sometimes. People do different things for different reasons. It may be to use your brand because, you know, as few people in Milwaukee doing the leading in tech, you know, they feel like, oh, we got to go here. Mm-hmm. Or it could be that they're checking a box, right. uh, checking a box. Right. And of course, we don't like that kind of stuff at all. It lacks sincerity. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's just it, it's not really what advances uh, the work that I'm aligned to. Um, but to circle back to uh, what you've been doing with AmFam, how did you get into this space? Um, part of me want to say is destiny. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, seriously. Okay. So when I think about my like career journey, um, for those who don't know, I grew up in Milwaukee, born, raised, went to Washington High School, Wash House, Pergolders, Purple and Go all day. Grew up in the Sherman Park neighborhood, not far from where the Sherman Park uprising happened. Um, my parents had a house on 37th and Locust, so I, I was in that area often. And we moved to 44th and Hadley. Um, and then I lived by Parkline um, across the street. And, you know, um, one thing I'll say is I was always at the right place at the right time. Like somebody always opened the door for me. 
And um, I started coaching AU basketball. Community was really important. I started teaching financial literacy. Um, my background is in banking, financial services. So that's where a lot of people I know have been met through that and just doing different stuff. But always uh, wanting to be connected to somebody. So um, my community work really is just uh, a reflection of all the things I was giving back to community in. And a great thing for me is when people used to come visit Milwaukee, they would send a message or email to me to say, hey, somebody's coming to Milwaukee for the weekend, a new job, whatever. Like, could you show them around? Mm -hmm. And then essentially that's how Social X was birthed. Mm -hmm. Like there was so much um, of that going on. um, And a lot of people obviously don't know how to navigate Milwaukee. And we wanted to build that out. So, um, through all those different endeavors, mm-hmm. uh, commercial real estate, small business lending, just networking and passion for community, um, that was the perfect role because within all those different areas, we fund and support AMFAM. And when Liana was looking for somebody to come into this role, mm-hmm. um, there was a lot of interest. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we need somebody that can you know, navigate the city, go to different sure. communities. Uh, speak the language, of course, have a business acumen because that's really important. And of course, have equity and mm-hmm. how you view things. And um, I think that um, she made a great decision to hire me. I think she did too. <laughs> I think she made an um, excellent decision. And fam is, has been great. Like they really enjoy all the different things that I do and bring the community. And I think that's important. You know, people, when you're doing equity work, you have to actually be in the trenches and be out in community. And I think that's why it's so believable and it was an easy transition because people didn't understand why I left banking. They're mm-hmm. like, what are you doing? Like you, you a banker, like you, mm-hmm. you know, got the keys to banking in Milwaukee. You know, I was like, well, I got different passions. I want to make a difference yes. in a different way. So, yes. um, long answer, but destiny. No, I'm glad you shared because it's important for people to hear that you do not have to be on one track for the rest mm-hmm. of your life. We are multifaceted, multidimensional beings And it's important to follow your curiosity. And I was just saying to a group of individuals over the weekend that I believe that it is important for us to follow our dreams, follow our curiosity, because that's when we begin to intersect with other folks' dreams, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And so I'm so grateful that, you know, I I didn't just say like, okay, well, GE is all that's for me, corporate is all that's for me, right? And I pursued, um, you know, Jack Constellations and the Milky Way Tech Hub because I've met Mm-hmm. So many different people. I've been able to assist and help so many different people and vice versa. Um, and really, that's that's how we advance our communities together. Um, so, let's, so real quick, I got to do you remember our conversation when you, you first told me about this Milky Way Tech Hub, Just Constellations? <laughs> We've had so many conversations. <laughs> so I'm going to remind you. OK, so, so so for the listeners and those who will hear this. I remember Nadia was coming to fear our running group with social X. And I was like, who's this little bright eye, you know, got the big hair, stuff like that. And she's like, oh, I work at GE. Yes. And she said, I got this thing called Jet Constellation. I said, tell me about that. <laughs> she was telling me about it. I said, oh, that's going to be big. And I said, do you have a banking relationship? Because, you know, me, I'm mm-hmm. always trying to find some business. Yes. She was like, no, I don't. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, come open an account with me because you need one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she was like, I do. I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. Please come open it with me. I'll help you grow and all that. And we've been rocking ever since. So rocking ever since. I'm, I'm glad she listened. Yes. Because um, I think that's one of the great things is when you find people who recognize it and are willing to champion your endeavors and efforts. Um, I think that's one of the pieces in how you get to 
the areas that you want to go and then meet your dreams, goals, all that stuff like that. So I'm proud of her because from that conversation, we um, developed a really great relationship. And she listened. A lot of times people don't listen. <laughs> and that's the one thing I'm like, please listen. <laughs> And she I, did, so I try. I, her. <laughs> I try, and I do remember that. I do remember the first time meeting you was through fear, yep. and I remember always like being out of breath, and you'd always have your hand up to give me a high five while I was running. I'd be thinking, "Lord, <laughs> I'm so tired." And eventually, you finally, like after the third time or so, you finally yep. stopped by to talk to me. And so, as you said, we have been rocking ever since. So, tell the listeners though, what is a social X? How did it come to be? Yeah, so Social X is um, near and dear to me. Um, we started it 10 years ago in August coming up. So we're celebrating 10 years of all things social, networking, connecting people, um, DNI consulting. And essentially, we all know what Milwaukee is going through. And we all know how hard it can be to be an entrepreneur, professional in Milwaukee especially if you're new to the city and or you're trying to build a different network and meet different people, um, it can be challenging. And we started it um, with a staple event called The Wind Down, which is just a casual networking series. We meet once a month and we rotate it and um, use different businesses throughout the city. So our very first one was at a now defunct place um, on Jefferson Street uh, owned by the Twins. Uh, I forget their name now. Um, but essentially, they were basketball players. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Jenkins twins. Okay. Um, used to own a couple of restaurants and um, hosted the first event. 80 people showed up. Oh. And I was like, wow. Like, got okay, we got something. <laughs> and I look at some of my mentors when I was at BMO, uh, black and brown folks, they were like, where do young professionals go hang out and, and, and connect in Milwaukee? And I was like, that's a great question. Like, you know, when you go to other cities, they got a spot like in Chicago, everybody go to Sears. Okay. One of the many places in Chicago, but that was one of the spots that they knew you could go to after work and it would have like an after work set and stuff like that. And I know it, we, we do like a, you know, the first Fridays and stuff like that, but it was, I think it's different, you know, but our happy hour scene in Milwaukee hadn't had like melanin to it for a long time. And when we first started, it was a great way to get people together. It was real grassroots. Uh, a lot of text messages, a lot of personal invitations and just letting people know what it is. And then it just kind of grew from that. So we did that for a couple of months, um, start adding parties to the scene. We did day parties. We added fear in 2015. So through some networking, um, Nye, our founder, uh, former president and one of the co-founders with myself, he was like, we need to add a running component. And then we added that. And then we wanted to do more consulting, so we added uh, corporate memberships so companies can join. And then we had the jobs board because we all know people want opportunity, you know. And then, of course, um, just organically adding different things that we felt was needed. So through the six pillars, we got social, community service, um, arts and culture, of course, health and wellness, talent recruitment, retention, and then personal uh, and professional development. That's how we do all of the different work. I feel like I've engaged with almost all of those pillars at some point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, even the workforce ones, right? Either, you know, Milky Way, I represented Milky Way and uh, represented on a panel or something like that. Um, but uh, I think my favorite has to be fear um, because 
it helped me to see that I could be a runner. (laughs) And I think I didn't really realize how much I liked running um, and um, how you could really build community around something um, Mm -hmm. as simple as just running. Yeah. To me, you know, a lot of people do different things to meet people, right? You got your folks who go to different events. You got people who use golf to get business done. Mm-hmm. I hate golf. I'm be honest. I don't understand. <laughs> I love going to the driving range, but I don't like the actual game of golf. Okay. Um, don't hold that to me for those who love golf. But just for me, I like physical activity. You know, mm-hmm. I play basketball, football, um, ran track for one year in college, uh, high school. Mm-hmm. And to me, like the the way you can socialize and running um, is beautiful. You know, of course, we had, we put our spin on it. We meet at a bar <laughs> so you can, you know, get lit afterwards if you want to or grab a bite to eat. But it's a great way just to kind of meet some really amazing people. And over the years, we've had some great people come through here. Um, yes. And I've been able to meet a lot of different folks. Um, in fact, when I was at uh, starting at GE Healthcare, I met a couple of my coworkers, and it was just a great way for me to uh, meet them because I definitely wasn't approaching them. I'm an introvert, so I wasn't approaching them at work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but um, running next to them, it just really was a, a great icebreaker, and that's how we ended up forming relationships, um, even in the corporate space. Yeah. So just seeing how um, that eventually translate over to your work life is, is pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. So we are now in homecoming season. Yes. Tell us about that. Shout out to homecoming. So homecoming um, for those who um, went to college or experienced the homecoming that you may have at your college or university, um, it was birthed back in 2017 as a means to highlight all of those six pillars I named and show off our city. I think there's no better way to enjoy Milwaukee than in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be a very short, but there's so much going on, and Milwaukee is the city of festivals. And Homecoming Week just brings together black and brown professionals from all over. Um, When we first started Homecoming Week, we would have people come down from Madison. We would have people come from other cities and experience it. And it's just grown. Um, And it's starting June 12th this week. So um, we've got a week of events that just highlight all the different things happening in the city of Milwaukee. Excellent. I cannot wait. So what does the future of social acts really look like to you? And what are you hopeful for? Well, I'm hopeful that everybody come out to these home, homecoming week events. <laughs> that we the immediate got future. Yes. <laughs> come out, celebrate. Um, I had a little frog in my throat, so I need to get some water. But um, homecoming week is a celebration of all of the talent people in Milwaukee. You know, it's a lot of great things going on in Milwaukee. I think that's the whole reason we, we created is we want to have the opportunity to connect people. Business owners, those who do vending, those who have opportunities to just sell product or service, mm-hmm. um, and just show that, you know, you can be a thriving black and brown professional here in the city. I think that's the one thing that we kind of lack is we don't highlight our black and brown professionals and entrepreneurs mm-hmm. in our city. Yep. And it's a whole week dedicated to showing off what you do. Um, we got some great speaking events. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a great collaboration with um, one of our fear runners, Devin Jenkins, who created Share the Vibes. Uh, we partnering with Black Lens and Milwaukee Film to highlight all the different stuff that they're doing. So mm-hmm. I'm excited about it. It's, it's aside from Vanity Fair, which is our dress up event, Homecoming Week is probably my second favorite event that we do. 
Yes, I love Vanity Fair. <laughs> I can't wait for the next one. I think I was there one last year. Yes, no, um, not twenty twenty one or twenty twenty, right? Yeah, twenty twenty is in February. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah. And that was the one that I hate that I missed because that was yeah. like the last hurrah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was some COVID up in that thing, but um, looking back at it, <laughs> but. It was a great time. It was like a week before my birthday. There was a ton of birthday celebrations at the event, and it was yes. the last hurrah before we got put on lockdown. Yep, yep. That's how I feel about the 40 Under 40 um, event, because, you know, that mm-hmm. was like mm-hmm. a week or maybe a couple of days before shutdown. Yep. <laughs> you know Kobe was nothing. Yep. Yep. But it was one of those, you know, last hurrah. <laughs> I can't wait for the next one, though. I know. And so just to wrap things up, um, I, I truly do see you as a community leader, and um, just from my own experience, um, leading in the tech space here in Milwaukee, I know that it's really shaped me. Mm-hmm. How has being um, in community, shaping community, growing community shaped you? And what advice would you like to give someone who wants to take on similar role? Yeah, you know, the, the biggest thing for me and how I got into tech, I'm not a techie. And I know you get on me about saying this all the time. Yeah, I'm not a techie <laughs> by practice, right? So I don't code, you know, I don't do all of the stuff that all of our tech minds here in Milwaukee do, but I've learned to appreciate and develop a joy for it. Mm -hmm. And when I think about it, that was one of the areas that I felt like I was not doing a lot of work in. Mm -hmm. So I had some clients when I was at the bank um, and I was like, you know what? I want to learn about tech. Mm -hmm. So I remember the very first like tech tech event I went to me and my buddy, Chris Mm -hmm. called him. I was like, yo, let's go to Afrotech. And he was like, let's do it. And I wanted to go. I'd never been to Silicon Valley area. Never been. To, I think that was my first time going to California. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I want to experience this black tech scene and see what it is. And I knew it was missing in Milwaukee mm-hmm. until you came along. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Q Khalif and a few others were getting started, but it wasn't what it could be and where it is now. Sure. And that was just the area that I was just like, yo, like, this is something like this is sorely needed. And I'm glad that we have that now. And I, I think the one thing from that learning experience is that I was willing to put myself out there. And when you want to do community stuff, you have to be willing to put yourself out there and go in Facts. rooms where you may be the only person. Mm-hmm. Um, it may be very uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but I think in that um, lack of comfort, the ability to bloom and blossom and affect change is extremely um, rewarding once you get there. So for me, I'm not afraid to go anywhere. Um, You know, we've been networking in Atlanta and Chicago. Mm -hmm. I don't live there, but I think there's joy in asking people, you know, what are you missing? Like what's missing in your city? You know, what do you need more of? Like how can we be of assistance to you? And I think that's, really important is for those who want to do community work, you just got to figure out how to roll your sleeves up and ask those questions and get down to it. Yeah. I love that. Mic drop. And on that note, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the MKE Tech Podcast. Appreciate it.